0: Welcome to Taking the Rems by the Horns, a podcast that takes current affairs out of current affairs. This is a podcast in partnership with Sowetan Live. I'm your host, Rems Mavote. Now, it's just been over a year I've been doing this podcast and I've interviewed a few politicians but I swear I have never ever taken a chance on a politician who if he took over government the first thing he's going to do is nationalize my show and probably <laughs> give it to someone like Andy Lelungisa. <laughs> I mean this podcast could go something like uh, welcome to hitting the opposition with a jug." <laughs> my name is Andy Lelungisa. <laughs> Well, So today as you can hear him laughing and by the way he took my chair. I'm sitting on the wrong side of my studio. But it's okay. It's okay. It's it's not a revolutionary house. I'm privileged to host the leader and president of the Economic Freedom Fighters who plans to finally implement the elusive socialism and nationalize everything, including the Zimbabweans living in this country. (laughs) When the EFF takes over, guys, no one will be called Zimbabwean and Congolese. We'll all be South Africans, and I will not have a podcast that takes the mickey out of politicians. Mm -hmm. That will be illegal because when he takes over the entire country will be as he once said a revolutionary house no time for satire and sarcasm anyway it doesn't matter because for the next three years we can't even get to celebrate the anniversary of this episode because there won't be another 29th of february until four years from now so what happens today is just a figment of your imagination (laughs) South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances drop. Welcome to the new Sowetan Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns. With me, Rem Smabote. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that, half the time, drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. Do Hello, Welcome to thank the you. reactionary house. <laughs> thank you for creating so presence. God, it has been much. a minute. I have. Yes.
1: I almost gave up on this conversation. No, there's no way. I, I, it was going to happen. You promised not to have just going to happen. No, happen? I did. yes. yes there were
0: witnesses. Yeah, yeah, Cameras yeah. were rolling when Absolutely. you promised me this thing.
1: Yes, that's why I had Ma'am, to make
0: it. Thank you for coming to this small building. Thank I mean, you used you. to put Mama Moses ah, no. with overflow. You know, because size does matter to you.
1: Indeed. (laughs) Indeed, in politics, size matters. I know. Are you going to nationalize the media? I need to prepare myself for the next. You can't nationalize the media. Um, The media will have its own media freedom. Um, It has to report factually without being biased. And uh, the state must also have its own capacity to communicate its message uh, without having to rely on a privatized media. Because most of the time, there isn't sufficient space. Mm. Uh, from the media uh, houses to communicate your message? Because mostly are commercial. they want to drive adverse, they want to make money. Drama, we want drama. Uh, They want drama (laughs) and uh, there's no information. So why do you have uh, GCIS if you can't have a proper uh, media platform of the state that will communicate uh, with a very little hassle?
0: You know, I'll give you one thing. Mm. I agree with you there because sometimes I feel my colleagues... (sighs) Sometimes they should change government communication in focusing too much in what people say against government. Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. So, uh, and then as a result, we end up saying, we don't know what this government is doing. I mean, if you look at the backlash on public health, uh, that it just collapsed and all of that, we're in agreement, all of us. But if you're to be taken to uh, Steve Beagle Hospital, yeah. it's a well-run professional hospital yeah. and state owned yes so but they are unable to communicate that effectively so they're always on the back foot to say no we hear you but it doesn't mean uh, it is all the same
0: but but i i'm sure i, I mean, for you should nationalize strip clubs and brothels ah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. all <laughs> men should be equal before a strip dancer
1: <laughs> well we will not um, we'll make sure we legalize uh, sex work um, so that it's properly regulated And the sex workers are protected against potential harassment by police and customers. Uh, So uh, it is a profession that has been there for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Whether I like it or not, I can't do away with it. All I can do is to create a conducive environment for it. And um, uh, people out of poverty, some, but some out of their own voluntary uh, uh, thing, decide this is the kind of career I want to pursue. Is is it protected? You have police harassing people uh, on the streets for no reason, and uh, you have uh, customers that go get the service and do not want to pay for the service. So the sex worker should know that I can I am I can go and report this person now, and police will not harass me. Yes, they will actually listen to me and protect me against these people. You know, I've I've gone
0: through the manifest. Yes, yes. Well, first yes. I listened to you <laughs> delivering it, then I went through it. Yeah this is not a slight on you, but I find this to be the, the most serious you've delivered. Right? Yes. Also
1: thicker. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking yeah, yeah, yeah. to hold it.
0: <laughs> are you feeling third time? Like, are you feeling this is the time you're going to the union building?
1: Well, uh, this is the time. Uh, there is no any other opportune time except this one. And um, the EFF had to, in detail, explain to everyone, yeah. and we're the only ones, how certain things will be done. Yes. Not and, what, but how. Yeah, how. Yes. Not what, but how. Because... Uh, many commitments, promises have been made, but the people don't explain to us how are they going to do them. Mm-hmm. So we explain. We to, we go to the minute detail of telling you, when we come in, there are available two hundred thousand security guards jobs. Where do we get that? The government has hired two hundred thousand security guards. From private companies. Mm. So all you do is to insource these workers. Like we did in Johannesburg. Yeah, yes. yeah, so yeah. You, you, you can do it. It's doable yeah. and it's less than six months. It doesn't have to take you many years. Yeah. We at once put a proposal uh, in parliament to have a, a law amended that all those who work in the state facilities must be insourced. The ANC used its majority to reject it. We're talking gardeners. We're talking cleaners. We're talking security guards. We're talking maintenance guys. So people who are exploited, uh, you know, your father comes to Johannesburg to be a, a security guard for thirty years to fifty years. When he comes back, he has nothing, and in Absolutely most cases, nothing. nothing. In Limpopo, we ah no, we we'll like and all of that. No it's pension, I'm not true. It. because. The, though he was working at Johannesburg Municipality building, for all those years, security companies kept on changing, but they kept the men. The condition is that when you come in with a new security company, you're going to absorb these workers. Yes. They move from one security company to But the they, they don't belong to the city. They don't belong to the city. private Private companies. They keep on changing on them. That's why there's no pension fund, there's no medical aid, there are no uh, paid leaves. We did that in Johannesburg. Well, you demonstrated in Joburg. And and I remember that
0: you you even showed that then, for example, the security company would be paid 8,000 rand for for SIPO. Yes. But he only gets two.
1: Yes. And when we removed, uh, uh, it's not even paid, when we remove uh, the security guards from uh, the private company, we moves from 7.5 to 13 million, I mean 13,000, 7.5 to 13,000, And then he's got medical aid. Then he's got pension. Without
0: increasing the the cost on the cities. No, this
1: is our budget. This is what is available now. So it gets paid to this middleman. Then they come later to say, okay, fine. Firearms are disappearing. Uh, These people don't know how to use a firearm. We say, that's the problem. You can't insource people and not take them for training. You are the employer now. You are responsible to further the training of these people on how to handle firearms, on how to to report uh, this. At
0: least Panyaza is doing it with Nasi Spani. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. Nasi Spani is an election campaign which is done in a a very clumsy way because you are rushing uh, to get these numbers of ANC volunteers who get paid through the state fund Mm. to go and put up ANC posters, to go and put up ANC uh, leaflets, all over and then they're paid by the state, because look at him. he tried it at um, uh, uh, Orlando Stadium. thirty thousand people are going to get appointment letters. people didn't go because they're like you it's my appointment letter we don't we are not a, a collective job seekers. I'm a job seeker as an individual. I've made an application as an individual. Communicate with me and give me what belongs to me. Don't use me uh, for uh, uh popularity. So, then what happens? He does the state of the province address. He goes and rent that mob that he has hired to come and fill up uh, the area where he was speaking. Then gets them into buses to go to Moses Mabida. And so they are a mobile audience. They are paid to be mobile audience of the ANC. And let's say, take uh, Amapanyapany, those guys that are hired for streets. We won't close that. We will professionalize it. Will make sure that it is properly, uh, you know, executed in a way that you employ people who are South Africans who are professional.
0: When you get them there, yes. do me one favor: make sure you get them cars with seatbelts.
1: Every time yes. seat belts, yes. i work yes. in the seatbelts i not worn and not. But it's illegal. They have, They're not trained. <laughs> they, they they operate like an informal type of a thing. And even when you meet them on the road, I mean, I will meet three of them, four of them working together, uninspired. You can see that the, they don't have, they, they're not driven by anything uh, because they don't know what to do. Uh, and rightfully so, because they didn't receive sufficient training. So so on, on a serious note, you know, mm. what is socialism about cigars? Fidel smokes uh, cigars. Uh, that, um, why am I forgetting his name? The former president of Venezuela uh, who passed on. Hugo uh, Chavez. Uh, Chavez. Yeah. Chavez was a smart dresser. Yeah. Chavez, uh, uh, we, we can't say Chavez. Didn't by know. the way, this is an audio you, podcast, you, so he's yeah. actually a
0: snazzy dresser today because you <laughs> must see him today. Like,
1: yeah. So then Chavez is a socialist and president of China now. Yeah, What is uh, uh, the, the looks have to do with your commitment to a certain by, by, I mean, political ideology? You can't say the president of China is not committed to socialism because of how he dresses. Yeah. You see, the president of uh, China doesn't dress like some professor at Vez. You know those professors dress. They wear even the the chinos yes, and some yes. brown shoes. Yes. Uh, you know, and then you look at that professor who teaches economics dress like that. Who say? Uh, uh, Market fundamentalist. He's dressed like that. And you say by the looks, he looks like he supports socialism. No, he can't define. So we are saying to you, when we take over, we'll implement socialist policies. We've never made a commitment which we have never followed through.
0: So... You know, incidentally, the, mm. the, the, the trade minister of Zimbabwe this mm. week yeah. uh, said something, which is an irony because I don't know if there's trade in Zimbabwe.: yeah. Yeah. No, that's, not, that's <laughs> not the point.: <laughs> Well, she there said, is trading. She, she said that no, no foreigner should run businesses in Zimbabwe mm. I mean, that, that feels like a slight on you across the road: So, my brother,
1: because someone is doing something wrong and says something wrong, Nam has joined that so that uh, we must be equal. No, I can't. That's what they believe in. Um, and I don't know who will go to Zimbabwe now to go and do uh, business there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, in uh, in Especially the, the fields that is talking about. I know Zimbabwe is trading tobacco. Uh, there is still gold. Uh, there is platinum. Actually, some studies were suggesting that our Zimbabwean platinum and uh, our platinum and that of Zimbabwe combined constitute almost 85% of the world. It's very platinum. possible. Yeah, so yeah. there's still platinum there. So there's some trade going on. Uh, whether they are doing it right or not, I don't know, but that's where the Chinese interests come in. But we're not saying no foreigner must come and trade in South Africa because Zimbabweans are no foreigners in South Africa. They're Africans. So that's why you You are wrong in your joke to say, we're all going to be South Africans. Uh, We're all going to go back to being Africans. Because that's the problem with you, South Africans. You think you are a Europe of Africa, (laughs) that you are not part of the continent. We need to go back to our continent and identify with it. And it must be borderless. And borderless does not mean criminality. Europeans have a borderless continent called Europe. They trade with ease. You can have a breakfast. They travel with ease. They, they go tra- to a football match. Hey, the same man. night, they back home. You, you, yeah. you, you have breakfast in Milan in Italy and then sleep uh, in London yeah. with no hassle. So, and then when it comes to us, because the unity of Africans threatens them, they say no.
0: Well, well, don't don't get me wrong. You know, personally, I mean, would yes, be very. Yes, I mean, yes. if you gave all Ethiopian women South African citizens, ah. I'd be the happiest <laughs> person, right?
1: I, I think they are harmless people generally. When I think about no, no, them. no, <laughs> I think uh, Ethiopia, you have gone too far. There is a club now which was pra- playing in, oh, in Afcon.
0: Ka- Cabo Verde,
1: yeah, oh, Cabo Verde. Eh, eh, eh. I, I hate all oh, our. Oh, eh, there eh. was a huge problem <laughs> because we had to block buses <laughs> of South African men leaving to visit those women. <laughs> <laughs> are you worried
0: about the ANC? I mean, I, you know, they had three hundred more people, at Moses Mabida, yeah, yeah. I'm told, yeah, yeah. than than the EFF. Are you are you worried that they still a force to, to be no. reckoned with?
1: No, 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 no. We filled up Moses Mabida with KZN people alone. We filled up FNB with the whole of South Africa. Yeah. Why? You can only take the country to a bigger venue. You can't take the country to a small venue. So. We take KZN alone; they bring the whole of South Africa, and you still say it's a competition. It is not. We have won the race. They are still to go to FNB, uh, as 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 we speak now. And worse, with the whole South Africa, right? They still don't go to the um, overflow paid for. No, there was an overflow in the beach. I saw people swimming in the, in the beaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then the overflow goes to the beach. That's what happens when you take people from Bembe, the, all the way from Venda to go to Moses Mabida. There's yeah. no way they will avoid the beach. There's no way. Day, this, right? this is an opportunity yeah. of a lifetime. So that's a risk they too. And didn't work. And knowing Balula. Remember, we once did, when we were still in the ANC, the, two stadiums that uh, Moses Mabida and yeah. Apsa Stadium, stadium at, yes, the, at the yeah. same time. Uh, so you can't do that now. That's a sign of a decline. We did that. When we're in the ANC, two stadiums with KZN alone. We once did two stadiums here. Johannesburg Stadium and in, in, in the Ellis Park. Ellis Park. Yeah. They are next to each other. Yeah. Same day, right? And then connected all big stadiums in South Africa all full to capacity, and then address from uh, Johannesburg Stadium. When we were addressing at Johannesburg Stadium, we carried life in all the stadiums. Yes. There was no program running except running from Johannesburg. That is the day Mandela came. Uh, when Zuma was a president, Mandela came to the stadium. Win was there. Win was wearing some bandage yes, on the leg, yes, yes, on yes, the yes. hand. Yes. Yeah. So we did that on the same day. They will never do that now. Why? It's a sign of a decline. It's a practical, scientific sign of a decline. Now, well, now we we're we're dealt with numbers. You have a young man called Malema with his collective uh, of young women and men calling a rally in a Moses Mabida. Fill it up. The same way as you, who have a state president, a deputy state president, who has all the premiers, who has State ministers and whatever number of deputy ministers and all number of mayors. MECs. MECs. And then you've got estate resources. That's why you can land with the police chopper inside the stadium. That's how much resource you have. And then you, st- you are still beaten by these people with with without having all of this. And, you know, we, unlike COPE, also don't have former president, who's our Dalai Lama behind us,
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) former deputy
1: president, uh, former ministers. Speaking
0: of which, don't you feel slighted by Michelle I mean, you know, you even went to have tea with him. He should have joined you. You should have a former uh, president in in your your, your ranks
1: now. Not necessarily that. What we needed was just him to endorse uh, the EFF. But he has now come into the space and uh, we welcome him to the space is
0: it not a threat though to, to numbers and
1: no ways we did that with mkp being after it was registered it was still a hot thing uh, and we went to kzn filled up most mabida uh, with no hassle no hassle nicely executed and you know what i like about that thing is that you get to feed give people each one of them you know people think you are buying people with food I went to Nelson Makamu's studio yesterday. So when I walk in, I see them, they are cooking. I'm like, this is proper. So we sit for over two hours. This food is not coming. I'm like, uh, who is that food now? <laughs> so then he said, no, no, chief, we organize it. I see, I see Then he gives me food. It's not buying me. That's us. When people visit you to show their welcome, there must be offered.
0: Please have some water. Yes, Your thank
1: water. you. Water. Yeah, we have water. <laughs> you must offer yeah, some water. You know, water. And it's, it's very good water. And I'm you producing. know what happens? Yeah. We go there, we hire 20 black African, predominantly women-owned catering companies. Uh, and we say to them, you cook for all these people. They execute that plan properly, without white supervision. Our own, ourselves, we do it, deliver it with no hassle. Everybody lives peacefully. And you know what we do? Then the ANC finishes. There are people left, all people left at the stadium. The buses have left them with us. When the rally is done, the secretary general sits at the venue until the last person leaves. We have a tent that we call lost and found. Whoever lost the bus, the, uh, any lost the, item, any yeah. item, you go there, and then we've got taxis, not less than hundred. We establish a taxi rank at the venue to take these people home immediately. Once the police have swept swept the place, they say now we are clear. These are the only people we have. Then we put them in the taxis. We take them home because we respect them whatever reason it's nice in the stadium uh, they are overwhelmed by the beach and uh, the next thing the bus leaves them it's a human error that we have to take care of it and we we do that that's why there's no video that will come out of eff Mozima bida that people are left stranded the eff doesn't care about people this is a a a a 10 year old organization so other than
0: Coming to listen to Dr. Ambu Isenindro's singing, why should I vote for the EFF?
1: If you're unemployed, 90 million jobs are going to be created. You need jobs. And we cannot be a country that pride itself with having a, a concept called unemployed graduate. It must be an insult. It must be a taboo. No graduate must be unemployed. In
0: fact, you specifically speak about artisans and engineers yes. and how they, they we, gotta create we, jobs. Once,
1: uh, you know, uh, Pulukwani TVED, its courses must be linked with the industries that are relevant in Pulukwani. And some of these kids, as they are still at school, they must be taking practicals in those institutions and sit providing money to these companies to pay these kids' stipends. To give them both theoretical and practice at the same time. When they leave, already those companies would have chosen 10 of them, 20 of them. Or you guys, when you are done, you are coming straight here. Doctors, I mean, to be a doctor, it takes a lot of time. And not only Seven that, years. a lot of money. Yeah. You finish. Cost us about 1.2 million per annum. You yeah. to to finish, doctor. you still have to toy. to, to much for a job. We can never have enough doctors. Not in our country like this. Every doctor, six months before they graduate, they should have been linked to a hospital. Immediate that when you leave here, your job is waiting for you. And then, especially where they were doing those practicals. Yeah. They're already familiar with the environment, they're there, and all of that. You know, uh, Rob Rose's daughter Uh, Rob Rossi is one of the richest guys. She's a doctor. Was working somewhere in uh, Charlotte MacLeague or something. Was doing practicals there. Yeah. Worked there so nice and then she left to work in uh, London. Then I later meet her. What happened? She says to me, I will never ever undermine the experience I got in South Africa compared to... Remember even when she goes to London, she must still go for a year or two the training of London. She says, there is no training better than that of South Africa. Because, we hear, we because, hear that a lot about so many things. Yeah, we so do, we, we do the, there's no trauma. You need that is functional there. Because there are no accidents. There's no one who's going to put an axe on your head and then doctors must be taking it out. And, or, or beat you up in parliament as you're know, trying to, uh, Beat you up in parliament yeah. as you call a point of order like you have murdered someone. Yeah. No. She said, that's the best. But the problem was the environment was not conducive. You know, there are so many simple things, Julius, that can be done, but it's so discouraging. I don't understand, Rams. And Floyd makes this point very clear in a joking way. He says, the deputy president of the EFF, he says, when you walk into a government building, it's like there are no adults in that building. So I'm like, why do you say that? There are no adults. How can a ceiling fall and there is an adult here who doesn't get concerned about Mm. the ceiling? Mm. Mm. This adult walks into this office every day. Leave that. Then we go and check. Is there no maintenance? There is multi-million tender of maintenance issued and is being invoiced every day to look after that. So... So I'm like, adults, I'm like, oh, only children will not be concerned because they will not know how to fix this. So we know at home when something goes wrong, the adults come in in. quickly. So there are no adults Uh, in these government buildings, adults who say, no, but this is wrong. To have a pile of debt in a hospital, not collected. It can be. And then you say there are no jobs. When there is a pile of debt, people can be hired directly, insourced. To clean a hospital, but but money
0: is, be, is out for that job, so it's not so much about people being hired; it's because somebody's taking the money and yes, not doing the job. And, and
1: they are sharing it. It's not only him; it's him and politicians, and not only politicians, including administrators. You know, if you go to municipalities, there are certain city managers who are more powerful than the mayor and the executive combined. They were telling me one of them, one of the city managers, was chairing a mayor, mayor committee where the mayor must chair. That's so strange. you can see she has paid all of them. No one can tell you anything. She has paid all of them. So I'm like, I can never be a leader where my subordinate climbs on top of my head. I will never allow that. So it's corruption that has made people to be, to be paralyzed in their responsibilities and undecisive. Because I always say, and how him, are you going to deal with it? You know, if you, you go back, it actually that you it, like so it, it much has, China that would it never it happen It has, in has China, to be, like. it has to be punishable. They, well, so they, when they we also, give,
0: they also execute
1: them. When we are, when we and for for good reasons, when we hire you as a city manager, after we fired the corrupt one and arrested him, we must take your children to prison to see the person who occupied that position before you, and your wife. We say to them, "You see this guy." It's where your husband where your husband is, is where this guy was. If your husband follows in the footsteps of this guy, he's <laughs> going to end up here. So that when you come back home with BMW seven series, your daughter BMW must BMW say, BMW Papa, uh uh seven series. Where? it's about Ronko. So it must be it must start at home. It must be a collective responsibility to nip on the bat corruption the reason why corruption is prevailing is not punishable we are still to see leadership that is caught with evidence guidemandashe he, he never refused he said busasa put the cameras mm-hmm. he admitted, um, he admitted. Uh, and then Tabam says I'm waiting for invoice after five years or so. What madness is that? Well, the post office doesn't work. Maybe the invoice is long. There's no way. That time post office was working. It's not working <laughs> now. That time the post office was working. The email was still working. Nomvula admitted to have eaten the chickens. She was given chickens for sure. This December she was in serious trouble because no more chickens from Busasa, But she admitted <laughs> that I've eaten the chickens. None of those people have refused have denied that these allegations are not true. No, they've accepted. But they are still to be charged. Yet they serve under the corrupt, free, clean precedent. Do you reckon that's why the ANC, in your view, yeah. is
0: losing support? Absolutely. Or is it more that they're not, you know, is, is corruption more important to people than job creation? Are they even? Yeah. Are the people looking at?
1: Uh, 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 they, they want to eat, and uh, if you, now they are now they are now they are crazy now, uh, because this uh, release of stats is, is making them doubt if they will come back. They have gone on aggressive looting. The biggest target now is student accommodation, because to them there is no single politician maybe Naledi Pandu or something, or Nkosazan. But these ministers, there's no single one of them who's not interested in student accommodation because that's where the money is. So they say student accommodation will resolve their long-term problem because they are living. So they are more about eating. Rams, let's leave now. We can leave. We can leave this podcast and go to... And that's so painful. And I called TK about it. And I, I talked Panyaza about it, that we must take a walk in Johannesburg City. I a, can't do a, that. A pile of dead. I can't do that. In front of a gate of North Texerang, where you know our people frequent every day. In hundreds of thousands. In hundreds in of day. thousands. Every, right on their eyes. You can't clean after them. And then I ask, they say, no, uh, uh, city parks, whatever they call it, said they've met their target in terms of cleaning. They don't know what you're talking about. Get, what target? It doesn't matter whether they met that target. I'm saying the debt is here now. Now, as we speak, every, you get out of a building there is a debt, just outside the building. Why? Why would you say, okay, these people are not obsessed with eating? What are they obsessed with? Because th- th- this shouldn't be here. A mayor wakes up every day, drives on a road with potholes, and has got all the power to fix the potholes. Why can't you stop on that road and park on the side Give and them tell them... Give them some credit. At least they, they
0: erect a sign saying potholes here.
1: Yeah. tender. Yeah. <laughs> He's sign that sign get tender of sign there is a pothole tender then by tender to patch the pothole and then when they patch the pothole they don't even dig a bit so that they whatever they're going the they're going to pick, put goes deeper they go and put it on top because they know it's going to be sometimes, washed away sometimes they even do it on gravel like yeah. the president did yes. but let let's move yes. on to something else
0: yes. and I don't seem to have picked it up in the manifesto. Policy on nationalization of banks. Are you still there? Look, firstly, I think you must nationalize my bank, right? <laughs> I mean, these guys woke me up because yeah. somebody stole 312. They woke me up at 2 a.m. I'm yeah. like,
1: couldn't you wait for 9 a.m.? No, m? they shouldn't. But okay, ah, No, but. you must be grateful if they shouldn't. We, our nationalization of bank is very simple. We're going to establish a state-owned bank. That is nationalization. Yeah. You don't take FNB, you don't take APSA. You leave them with their racism and you run efficient state owned bank that will provide bonds at an affordable rate to our to, to our workers first the state workers it's it's so you will cry if you go and see where the teachers are staying where the police are staying they've got no access to the bonds the the teacher that taught me geography was driving a white Corolla, and I'm talking now almost 15 years back or so. He's still in that Corolla. He's still in that Corolla. He can't afford to buy a new car. Where is the state bank to intervene in that regard? So you need a state bank that will pay salaries. This money that we are paying salaries will pay them from state bank. These social grants that we are going to increase to 4,000 rand for old age grant and all of that, will pay them through the state-owned bank. So don't ask me, where is the state going to get the clients? We are our own clients. But somebody says, well, the state would need 250 million rands to establish the bank,
0: which is the rule that's established by the state yeah. or how much it costs to establish got, a bank. We've got it.
1: Yeah. We've got it. Because but should we, we have that
0: rule? No, no. R- should, should we have that? For me, for that, that rule of itself it says we should it, it's not allowing us to get into this economy no no it's just
1: to guarantee people's money remember yeah, you're dealing do with understand that part. yeah, yeah. you're dealing with people's money so we need to guarantee we need to have this money okay. so uh, we have the money and the money is not uh in the fiscus. the money that is going to establish uh the state bank is in african bank the reserve bank has got stake in net uh, in net Bank. No, no, in African, African bank, bank, in yeah. African bank. What is the regulator? Why? What is the regulator doing in a bank? Because the Reserve Bank must regulate African bank. So we either take our stake from African bank, establish a state-owned bank, or we buy the African bank because we're already in the African bank. The Reserve Bank is a shareholder. So our money is there. We've got the money to do. State owned bank, and don't tell me that no, it will fail like uh, a SAA, and they failed not because of the EFF. I am obsessed with African leaders who know how to do the work, you know. Um, uh, 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 you know, there was a CEO of uh, telecom called Sipo Sipo-Mase.
0: Maseko. you the-
1: give Sipo a bank, he will run it. He went to revive that thing of telco proper and put it where it is. He has to buy it now. He must buy it. <laughs> now, you have such a person who runs such a, a, you know, institution effectively, without problems. He finishes his term, he leaves. The state has got no plan with him. Why? Because he's not an easily corruptible person. Yeah, I, I hold no brief for Sipo. There's, there are many others yes. uh, that are like that. So you you have to bring men and women of, uh, you know, morals, and like the, like, like, like 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 the police commissioner of uh, KZN. You 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 put Mukwana's here. You put Masemula here. I should be preferring Masemula as my own boy, but it's not about that. It's about who is a career policeman yeah. who's not who's scared effective? of politicians? Yeah. Because the problem is politicians interfering with the work of the police. So there are a lot of men and women that can do this work. Let's talk and about including white people, by the way, whites and Indians yes. and colored, they all have a role to play. Before, I want us to stay with the yeah. banks quickly, yeah, the yeah, Reserve yeah, Bank. Yeah. Any, are you still married to the fact that we, we need should to get rid of these private shareholders? Let's be part of what, what the other countries are doing. Yeah. And, and not for anything else, just for sovereignty. That is us. The pride in saying this is our thing yeah. uh, and it belongs to us. Why, why, why is there a problem when it is state-owned and it's not a problem when it's state-owned in many other countries? More than 70% mm. of countries own their own uh, reserve banks. But we are being told, no, don't do it. Don't, Don't interfere with it. Because that's where you must be hurt. They will hurt you there when they ideologically disagree with you. Remember, Cuba is not in a state it is in because it has killed anybody. It is in a state it is in because of their ideological orientation. You get punished for thinking like that. Why should I be punished to be thinking the way I'm thinking? Cuba under... The embargo of the USA for more than 65 years now still manages to produce quality doctors and quality life under such circumstances. And you say, no, socialism will not work. State ownership will not work. Imagine if there was no American embargo on Cuba that survived under such difficult conditions and still be able to produce what they are producing without an American embargo. Cuba would have been the best model of a socialist state. So it's not inherently wrong or inherently corrupt or it will inherently collapse because it's state-owned. We don't want to own anything. If you read this manifesto of the EFF and you read the founding manifesto of the EFF, we're saying the ownership of strategic means of our economy. (laughs) you <laughs> see <laughs>
0: okay i i i didn't plan for that <laughs> one like I'm, you know, I'm not trusting anything yeah the lights could go off yeah oh you know, electricity, I, you know I, electricity let's talk about electricity
1: okay what's the plan okay, why are we not having nuclear because these people when I say why are we not having nuclear they say yeah but the e f f oppose Zuma's nuclear no We oppose the corruption that was accompanying the nuclear. And we said this deal can't go through because it was corrupt. A lot of political hands and underhand were involved in that nuclear. So you must differentiate between nuclear and corruption. Why are we not having nuclear, which can easily give us uh, 6,000 megawatts? In South Africa, in the first or oh, two years' time, the Russians can come and help us here. That is our plan. But it will take about five to ten years to get it going. Yes. So, in the interim, what do and we in do? In the interim, do we burn what? more diesel. Uh-uh. What do we, we do? We don't burn more diesel. We fix the existing power stations because they are deliberately being uh, collapsed so that they can favor uh, the green uh, alternative energy. We are not opposed to green alternative energy. But it is not an immediate solution because it can't even give us more than 1.5, 2,000 megawatts now. They've, they've gone they're, besides. They're, they're all gone. We still have 200 years of coal, Absolutely. Right? You know. So they all have the licenses now. And then when they say we're going into the load shading, they don't come in those green uh, companies to provide some alternative relief. They have no capacity... We need to make sure that our coal power stations are properly maintained and are serviced. And then we need Midupi and Kusili to be completed. Oh. Not to be told, no, today one unit is up. Let's clap hands. After so many years. Rams, if we failed, we must accept. And go and ask the Chinese who we have, if I'm not wrong. One of the biggest coal power station mm-hmm. to come here and help us. And we have no reason, none whatsoever, to take out any money. There is Chinese available infrastructure development. But they development. come with their own labor. No, no, no. We no, are no. our own conditions. Yeah. Yes. We, we, you see, there's nothing corrupt with China. The corruption is, is with our leaders. This is business transaction, my brother. If you negotiate a bad deal, it's your own problem. <laughs> your leaders go and use harbors as guarantees, and they know they will never have money uh, to pay the Chinese. When the Chinese now take over your harbor, you say no. The Chinese came here and took our harbor. But there's no Chinese who came to take the harbor. The leadership said to the Chinese, "Give us money. If we fail to pay you, here's the harbor." So we're not going to say to the Chinese, come, give us money, we'll pay you. Uh-uh. We're saying, come, let's build, let's complete Kusile and Midupi. And certain allocations will be given to you uh, on build, operate and transfer. And most of the BOTs are not more than 30 years. Yeah. We say to, what well, 30 years now, imagine if they had intervened in 1994 will not be having this problem. So we are saying, let's get the BOTs. It's not a total surrender, but it's to have most powerful uh, uh, coal power stations functioning. That's our base. That's our baseline. Once we have that working, then we can build alternative source of energy and nuclear will be, uh, you know, uh, they will be completing it uh, in a year or two, and then there's now preparing to get it into uh, operation for for, for for the next three or four years or so. Then we have enough energy. Uh, but you, know, you, know, you can't go and demolish a power station or in alternative vol- to one. Yeah. Because when we demolish this 1,000 megawatt power station, we should have built green Capacity of one thousand. Yeah. So when we collapse this one, we plug this one in. There should be an alternative. You demolish and then you get into darkness and then you get shocked. What type of planning is that? And then these people who are saying to us, "Don't use coal." We're going to give you money not to use coal. They come and take our coal and they are using it. I mean, I was told uh, the UK is reviving its uh, uh, coal power stations. Germany is still using coal. They're buying lots of our They're coal. They're buying a lot of our coal. And when you go to Richards Bay, the the most of the trucks you see there is coal trucks that are going to uh, Richard's Bay to pile there in Richards Bay and it's living. Not only that, China is also using coal. Mm. They are the biggest users of coal as well. We are not the ones that are polluting this environment. If you look at our pollution, in terms of the globe, our percent is so insignificant.
0: Should we have not signed that deal? We that? shouldn't have. Yeah,
1: We shouldn't. We should have operated the way we're operating with the understanding that we're building a clean alternative. Now there is a, a, you know, interest to develop more technological capacity to ensure that we minimize the pollution by our coal power stations uh, and and the chinese are investing in that and many other world uh, many other people in the world are doing that here in south africa we've got our young man who was who a planet was named after from the eastern cape that's a best brain and it's not only him there should be now a huge advert on carbon emissions advanced technology, please come forward. If you've got an idea on how we can do this, it will be state funded. That's what uh, the Minister of Technology should be investing in, in innovation and research. And we're speaking much about that in our our manifesto, that there should be sufficient research and funding for innovation. Because these kids can think. So another one who was doing fuel now in Pumalanga he was using uh, something to convert it into fuel I think it was uh, uh, the the plastic caps of bottles yeah. uh, uh, or something like that they went to lock him up and said stop doing what you are doing but I'm like what are you doing about that I'm sure you, can, you should be helping no no we are intervening yeah you, you must grab this guy hey, come here yes what are you doing here what do you need to make this thing work. Let's see it. They don't do that. What are we waiting for? Americans are going to take that boy. That's how the American army operates. They are not the best in the world. They look for the best ideas in the world and they pouch those ideas. Here in South Africa, we lock up good ideas. You know, somebody listening to us now Yeah, is thinking, but...
0: This guy should carve right. Yes. So I'm I'm saying there was an opportunity. You, yeah. you should have run a when you to, to go and, and demonstrate what yeah. you can do so that you prepare yourself We're doing for the it. for the West Wing. We're no, I'm d- talking you now. Oh. <laughs> like, you
1: know, yeah.
0: Prepare yourself for, for the Union buildings and oh. say like Eric
1: Lemon saying how to run things. Mandela did it without working in a guru. Straight from prison to union building. I was not in prison. I come with a lot of experience. Uh, having been involved as a young activist in the student movement, in the young pioneers, in the Youth League, in the ANC PC, in Limpopo, and the NEC of the ANC, and I was in the deployment committee of the ANC. So uh, the minutes
0: will show about the minutes. About the I, not not oh. yesterday really.
1: uh, when I was in uh, when I was in Limpopo. Okay. Yeah. So uh, a lot of these issues were discussed at that level, and uh, so I come with a huge amount of experience but uh, from me you don't expect uh, technical skills from me you need a political will does he have the political will and once I've got the political will I surround myself with men and women who've got the necessary technical skills to get the job done Uh, as long as they've got the, the, the head which things, which has got a vision, they are there to support the vision of the head. President Mbegi, clever as he is, he never underestimated the need to surrender himself, to surround himself with men and women who've got the necessary. Expertise. Funny
0: you should say that. There was a time when you thought he was worse than M- Mandela. Of course, you also thought that Zuma was worse than
1: Beggy and then Ramaphosa now was worse than Zuma. <laughs> no, 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 no. We disagreed with President Beggie's third term out of democratic principles that we have adopted ourselves. Yeah. And when he said he was going for the third term, we didn't agree with that. President Beggie made a speech in Bloemfontein that. We need a female president. You know, from there, had President Mbeke written and justified why we need a female for a president, would have made a female a president, because he was the most feared, he was the most respected, and he could argue his points and put them down in persuasion. Anyone who was going to stand against Pumzile in Puluguan was going to be seen as a sexist. And against gender equality. Good. Mbeki was just going to blackmail all of us into a corner. We Look like, mm, <laughs> mm, cool. like, yes. like politics. was going to put politics. Because now I'm always interested. What are the politics behind this? Once you win me on politics, we can do the rest of us. Had he done that, Zuma would not have been a president. The problem is, he says we need a female president and for some reason, he forgets he's not a female. He stands.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I, that thing, the, the reason why you said Zuma, I said Zuma, I said Mbeki, I said, is because you want to say I'm a flip-flopper. That's what they call you. Yeah, but, but Mbeki said in Bloomfontein, yeah. is on record. We need a female president. He goes and stands. So you stands. from the base. So why are you not saying it's a flip-flopper? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is the concept
1: reserved to those they disagree <laughs> with. <laughs> huh? the, okay. the ones they love, they don't call them names. So And I'm not a flip flop by the way. Yes. And I like this thing of social media because the young ones are so creative.
0: And social media.
1: They go We know s- the vote happens go social media yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You go they go back in my days to compare what I said now with what I said then with Zumam, Beggy, Mandela, Winnie in present. They said, but this guy guys said these things when he was a child. When I speak about free education, they speak about FISMAS phone. I led the biggest march here in Johannesburg that stopped this, th- brought all the students into Johannesburg to demand free education. So I'm not demanding free education now because I want votes. Go back into the archives. You were still there. You were still young and active, a journalist. But all of a sudden, no, he's saying these populist things. He wants votes. He knows he won't be in government. I was in government as the ANC and demanded these things from within. I'm not speaking about something that I'm now saying because I'm out of government. No, I was government. And I said these things then that let's nationalize the Reserve Bank. Let's expropriate the land without compensation. Mm-hmm. In 2011, conference of the ANC Youth League, where I was elected for the second term, all those resolutions are there. These things I'm saying now. So why do you say no? He says them because he's got a new party, wants votes. I said them in the ruling party in government. So you can't say no, I'm using them to counter kind of votes and uh, support. No. Those so, are the principles I lived by.
0: I, we are running out of time. But... Uh I, yeah. What happens when, unfortunately, the voters don't bring you in?
1: Well, I, I'm, I'm here to make a contribution. I'm not obsessed with the union building. My son says to me, okay, chief, if they don't elect you, 17 years old now in Metric. I get it that it looks like if they don't elect you, you're going to get demoralized and pull out of this. Thing. I'm like, no, 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 it will never happen. I'm a political activist. My interest is in contributing to change the lives of people. And I don't need to be president to do that. I change lives of people now. And um, I was addressing some function uh, two, three days ago in a village where they were celebrating matriculants. And I said to them, I need two females who have passed math and science, but they must come from underprivileged families and then they say, why? You say, that family, they've written it off and they told even these kids, nothing will come out of that thing. So I want something to come out of that place. Someone said, always when they pass, they're like, ah, good, the are poor. Call those ones the poor. They say, these ones are poor. Good. That's how bad, <laughs> That's how are. bad things so are. So those are the people I want. And I turn their lives like this. And that makes me sleep at night. Not union building. If it happens, God willing, it will happen. If it doesn't happen, it will not stop me from changing the lives of African people.
0: I'll tell you this much, you are completely without ambition. At least MK is going to run this country ungovernable if they don't win. (laughs) We're not on ambition (laughs) (laughs) anymore. So, so, coalitions, if it gets to that point, would you consider? We
1: will. Yeah. um, Coalitions are... um, um, uh, an indication of voters saying you guys must work together. And you can't undermine the voters and say no, um we can't work with anyone. You are elected, you are not given sufficient majority, and no one has yeah. sufficient majority. The voters are saying come together and let's see what you can do. That's why I don't agree with the ANC proposal that, no, the one with Um, more numbers must be the one that becomes president. Then what is the point of negotiating? Mm. Because the negotiation should mean who's bringing the quality, both in human resource and policy-wise. So, let's say we want a premier of housing, and we're negotiating. And I bring Dr. Ndloz here And then I bring Panyaza here. Don't look at me. I'm listening to you. You are a photographer. (laughs) Looking from a distance, you must be able to say, but Dr. Antloz is the choice. This is a thinking machine. This is. He's not only, I don't know what God did with that boy. So he gives him the brain. He gives him the voice. He gives him the activism, gives him... The humility. In fact, the lady say he also has the looks. I mean, I can't I, confirm I, I, that. I, I, don't mean, I, I don't see, know. I don't like, see. I can't speak for the ladies. I always right, try you know. to look at him like, and <laughs> I'm always like, A, but I'm better than this guy. <laughs> I look much better. Than <laughs> and they don't look at me like that. You see? So, but I hear that. So, And but he denied him something. Uh, he's short. So yeah. And that's what I always enjoy. So, when people come to celebrate him, they like, the guy, my guy is receiving attention. The same ladies who are saying, "No, he's handsome," they're, but you are too short. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you reckon <laughs> you should be premier if you go for quality. <laughs> uh, you're you, you, he, 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 um, you can't compare. You can't compare, and in the cream of counting ANC leadership now, who can match? Mbuiseni, or Floyd, or Dalimpofu, or Umpile Maudwe. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing to you the quality which you must reject. Reject it if you want. But I'm bringing to you men and women who have the ability and the capacity to isolate themselves from the crowd and give themselves an opportunity to think. We need thinkers now. And not just thinkers, the doers, the people who are going to implement, uh, you know, uh, uh, this manifesto we're talking about. So,
0: I've got one last question. If yeah, we sure. conclude, you know, everybody knows you're a staunch Orlando Pirates fan. <laughs> I mean, like, is is socialist South Africa under you? Yeah. Going to
1: continue to allow capitalist football to to continue. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, interestingly, uh, Orlando Pirates was community-owned. Yeah, I don't know its ownership status now. I don't want to get into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but if you resort back to how Orlando Pirates was formed, that's not a capitalist football. That is people well, taking people, people taking ownership of their own sports it pains me that rams there is no single recording studio in polokwane in the whole of limpopo there is no theater
0: the,
1: in the whole of limpopo there is no theater and not only in limpopo, the entire province. in the whole province there is no theater not only in limpopo many other provinces do not have theaters We've been since nineteen ninety four. We've been having Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture. The and MECs. And MECs. You know, if we win, we need to close these provinces. You know, this thing called province are the most useless things. We need a unitary state, and will manage administratively differently. Premiers, MECs are going. So you're gonna to have to annex the, the Western Cape. No, it's part of us. We're not annexing it. It's ours. It's not going anywhere. So you bring that. There shouldn't be a single municipality. It must be a taboo. Without a recording studio, without theatre, without well-funded sports department, where we must unearth talent. The
0: government had that.
1: Yeah. Right. And look, look, look at the... You, know, you know, your football, in fo- our people know football. But the scouts can't scout them because they can uh, you know, demonstrate that talent anywhere. There are no facilities where children are given an opportunity to show what they are made of. Nothing. I grew up in Sichu. there was a tennis court there, basketball court. I passed there the other day, it's dilapidated. It was for sure Nyaupe boys have taken over or something. I'm like, okay, we didn't have to build a tennis court. In it's yeah Why didn't we maintain it? And an impression now is created that tennis is for white people. No. bramaik who was an ANC comrade, Mike Fwinseshehu, uh, was teaching uh, tennis. We had menier uh, Seakamela teaching netball at the courts there. There was fully functional, funded netball, which is not there. Today, for them to just get a, a result,
0: when we had the World Cup of the net of, of netball last year, there was no girl from Sashio because we destroyed.
1: You see, you see, and and we have got a history of netball. Uh, the president of Netball uh, Association was actually from Sosio, yeah. so it's so painful to capitalize that which belongs to the people. The capitalists can have their footballs and what what. Well, it's a democracy, but let's have the people's own sports, coats, like Orlando Pirates, how Orlando Pirates image. Someone said the EFF must form a football club because Kaiser Chiefs fans are tired, and I, I agree.
0: Well, as I because was about to say, look, you're not, you say you're not going to discontinue capitalist football, but but surely you must discontinue Kazer Chiefs, Yeah, yeah, I think. You know, it I, mean, might, like,
1: really? I I think we must nationalise it. Someone said, no, the EFF must from EFF FC because yeah, there is pain here, <laughs> and uh, I'm very close to Bobby, and I always talk to him about it. But not only him, the father. You remember, uh, five years ago, in 2019, in December when we're closing the opening or closing the conference of the EFF, I said, I don't understand why um, um, Keiza Mutawung is not honored as a doctor. Mm. So that he's called Dr. Keza Mutawung for he, just his contribution alone in football and how him and Ivan and them professionalized that football. They saved football. Yo, those people run a professional machine. I've never, not a single day, waited on a television that Pirates is going to play at 3 o'clock and then it plays at 10 past 3, like that state of the nation in parliament which is forever late.
0: For the the record, Ohio's camp,
1: he came here on time. He's (laughs) saying even I came here on time. I came here on time. (laughs) So uh, Kaiser's contribution is unmatched. So we need to honor him. I said that uh, in in December 2019, and we got the UCT to, to give finally me. do this. So there is a, a white man. You know, I always uh, get so happy when this white man speaks about me. Uh, Athol Trollip, the <laughs> former mayor of uh, uh, Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Yeah. So he says, "Yeah, this guy has always spoken about things. He never delivered anything. At least of Keiza Mutharungu, I delivered it. But the second thing, I delivered it." was to remove him as a mayor. I said, I'm going to cut a throat of racism of whiteness. And I cut it and is till today, he hasn't recovered from that. So every time a white man complains about me like him, I get so angry. I am like, hey, we used to complain about these people for a very long time. Now they're complaining about us. Because we're in charge. I will never put my shaba, him and my shava on my social media page. But he will go and take my videos and put them there because he knows his leadership. He knows where he's being led from.
0: Would, would you come into coalition with him as a matter of We've fact? We've done.
1: Okay. We, we, remember, we made him a oh, mayor yeah? I know. And then gave him our policies yeah. and said, this is what you're going to do. And he did. And he did exactly. And, he got fired. and then Helen was not happy with that.
0: Well, I could get fired for keeping you too long here. My time is up. That's all the time I have with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 You know, I guess we're going to have to end it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Thank you so yeah, much for stopping you. by. Yeah. It's, it's been amazing to have you thank here. You. I wait to meet you as president, yeah. uh, Julius Seloma Lima. Yeah. Uh, I hope at that time you will not have nationalized me. <laughs> uh, i still be doing this stupid podcast. Uh, but thank you so much. No, Ladies and gentlemen, Julius Seloma Thank Lema. you.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for it's having pleasure, me. My thank brother. you, my brother. Thank you very See much. See you in May at the Union Building. <laughs> Each other. <laughs> Ladies and
0: gentlemen, Julius Silomale. Thank you for listening to this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Please send your comments to me via email on Rams at Ramsmavote.com. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Please share your views about why you will not vote EFF. Download my Sowetin app and listen to more of my podcasts. We are also on Spotify. Follow us on X at Rams by the Horns and at Sowjetin Live. From me, Rems Mabote, goodbye and God bless and maybe forever.